Kennedy climbed Mount Rainier, surfed in Hawaii, earned his MBA at Duke, and is going to teach leadership at West Point. She stared at me and asked, Is it a true story? Doug Crandall Richland, Washington. Doug at BlueRudder.net Part 1. Sighted World Chapter 1. Dependence Day In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of being filled and going hungry, both of having abundance and suffering need. The Apostle Paul, in his letter to the Philippians, chapter 4, verse 12. No yellow snow! Was not a suggestion at Mount Rainier's Camp Muir. The climbing guides issued it as an edict. If you need to go, use the restroom over there. This snow doubles as a source of water at 10,000 feet. None of us wants to go re-drinking yesterday's great Gatorade after it spends the night in your bladder. Easy for them to say. Over there was no big deal when you could see. But for a blind guy, I might as well walk to Boise to take a pee. I had zero chance to make it 200 meters. I had stuck a lot of unwanted things in my mouth during the last 800 or so days of darkness, So what was wrong with a tiny taste of lemon snow for a few people who could still see? The decision quickly became a dilemma. I follow rules, but to pee properly, I needed help. I had been super excited when the guide told our group that we would be waking up at 11 in preparation for the climb to the summit. It was just 9 p.m., 14 hours of sleep? Simply awesome. It was smart to allow us rest before we ascended the final 4,000-plus vertical feet to the fifth-highest point in the continental United States. But my joy was soon turned to frustration. The guide explained that we would be arising at 11 p.m. Two hours? I don't mess around with sleep patterns, even if my life now exists in a perpetual nighttime. By the time I decided that I could no longer hold it, the rest of the climbing team was knocked out. If I woke anyone up, I'd be robbing him of probably half his night's rest. In a departure from my normal worldview, I became a utilitarian. The odds that someone would actually happen upon my urine were extremely low, the Mariners winning the World Series low. Compare those minuscule odds and their minimal impact with the guarantee someone would lose sleep if I shook him awake, and the answer became clear. At just after 10 p.m., 10,100 feet above Enumclaw and Yakima and Fort Lewis, feet freezing and teeth chattering, I peed in the snow just a few steps behind the tent. Really, the dilemma was less about me stealing anyone's sleep and more about how much I hate, how much I really despise my childlike dependency on others. With more than two years of blindness under my belt, maybe I should have been used to it, but I wasn't. Being helpless in certain circumstances never gets easy. The pain dulls a bit. But it's a lifelong challenge. It's difficult to admit, because I like to think of myself as non-competitive, but the truth is, I want to be the best at every endeavor I undertake. Deep down, I want to march the fastest, pin the quickest, shoot with the most deadly accuracy, marry the prettiest girl, and climb the highest mountains. That's what happens when you grow up with three brothers and three sisters. You hone your quickness, fighting for extra dessert. You build strength and awareness, guarding your space in the car. My life growing up was a constant competition, and losing wasn't any fun. 
so I grew up trying to be the best. When Micah Clark, the founder of Camp Patriot, invited me on the Mount Rainier climb, I responded by asking him if he knew just exactly who, or what, he was talking to. I can't see, Micah. I can't. I still trembled every time those words rolled off my tongue. I can't. I won't testify with certainty, but I'm pretty sure I never even used those words before the injury. I had won a state football championship as part of a team of undersized farm boys and wannabes, none of whom went on to play for a Division I school. I graduated from West Point with a decent grade point. I married my beautiful high school sweetheart, I completed ranger school, and I set my sights on Army Special Operations. I feel like I'm a pretty tough guy. I spent my first 24 years tackling life head-on with the pretense of invulnerability.